Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. What's going on? Coach Luca here with Martin Rooney. And I know I don't have to introduce this guy because he's been on here a lot of times and obviously the coach of coaches. Um, you can see the bright yellow right there behind. If you're watching on, you know, if you're seeing a video, if you guys are not <laughs> seeing the video, you know this is TFW. The sun, the sun is always shining, baby, behind me, always bringing it in. Oh man, I mean, if it was if it was raining in Seattle, which is not, it wouldn't matter. Sun <laughs> and the light is coming through the screen, and um, you guys already know, man. Like, I, I mean, I I'm I'm a fired up person. I got some extra caffeine when Martin's on because, you know, it's about to go down, baby. <laughs> but we kind of chat a little bit before as far as like, you know, what, what we talk about. And, and, and honestly, we've, we've been kind of going back and forth and chatting about this, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, we can't hide from the fact that we are in a unprecedented time. And uh, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do was just talk about, Hey man, like, how do we, first of all, navigate this, what's going on? Like, what are we, what are we learning about ourselves, about our businesses, about, you know, the economy, about uh, leadership, you know, about how to overcome this, not let this take us, steps back but rather lean in and even though it's challenging and struggling how do we move forward and how we become our best selves and uh and just share some of just our own experiences through this time but also like the stuff that you know we learn and we teach and um also some of our you know i would say bumps in a row how about that um but man like what you know what have you been like i know you've been everything from thinking things you got <laughs> insights you got, you know, you got uh, stuff that you've been, uh, you, I know you've been like coaching a lot and leading a lot, being on a lot of Zooms and firing people up. But, uh, you know, what's the first thing that comes to your mind as we're going through this? Wow. Well, hey, my pleasure to be here. And hey, for everybody listening, uh, like Lucas said, this is, hey, it's an unprecedented time. And also what we're going to recognize first, because I think we're going to talk about this today is we have to embrace kind of the truth and the brutal reality. And hey, this is a very tough time. This is a tough time for people financially. This is a tough time for people emotionally. And, uh, but what I want everybody to understand is this is our generation's war, right? Like they're gonna write about this in the history books. Now, our parents, they fought in certain wars. Our grandparents, they fought in certain wars and maybe they were in other lands, but see, our war is different. We've been pushed into our homes and the battlefield is now that five inches between mm. our ears. Like that's really where the battle is going on, right? Like, look, we've been pushed in our homes, but, and some things have been stripped from us, but we're okay, but it's how we embrace these fears and these anxieties or how we're gonna be able to overcome it. And I wanna remind everybody about that listening, it is gonna be over, right? Like that's the other part too. Like, so the first thing I wanna make sure we get across is this is gonna be over. Will we go back to exactly normal really quick? Maybe not but we're gonna to have to learn how to pivot. We're gonna to have to learn how to adapt and we will. And as soon as you start knowing that, that gives you a better opportunity to push forward. And uh, the first word I just wrote down, cause Luca knows me, man, I'm always taking notes. Absolutely. Uh, in this battlefield, right? Or how we've been pressed into our homes. Right now it's interesting. It's this, this paradox. We've been pressed into our homes and separated from people, yet we need more connectedness than ever. I think that's the first reminder, but also even though we feel hidden away, there are so many things that are being revealed. And Luca and I were discussing this, like guys, right now it's a Saturday. Him and I have been just crushing it and nonstop, but you know what? 
it doesn't matter what day of the week it is because our during this process or, or this this challenge we have Luca and my discipline was strong Luca and my uh, you know the things that we always did in our routines were always set and they were success routines so when that becomes revealed because of these current circumstances we're still there but right now guys I want you to take a real look and, and this should be where people should have a pen and paper out and what weaknesses is this COVID experience revealing about you? So is it revealing things financially? Did you not, were you not saving? Were you not investing? Were you not, you know, did you have the nice car and the nice house, but you're not ready for something like this? Where were you at in, your, in terms of your business or your career, right? Like, did, were you prepared for this? Where are you at in your family and your relationships with people? Because I guarantee those are stressed right now, especially when you get rammed into, into a house in a tiny apartment with somebody. And then, uh, and then again, where are those relationships with yourself? How's your discipline? How are your routines? What are you doing right now that when you emerge from this, are you going to be stronger or are you going to be weaker? So those are the things, again, that was a long answer, but I want us to hit those, but I want you to write down right now, what are, what are the biggest challenges you're having and where is that coming from? Because you got to embrace it, right? And then and then what is it revealing? Like, cause so that if this happens again, guys, if there's a second wave or something else happens, how are you going to be more ready for this? Cause this is teaching you something like this is, this is the ultimate lesson, how I know it's hard to imagine, but years from now, we're going to look back and we're all going to be better because of this experience, what it taught us, but we have to be open to the lesson now to do it. So that's what I had to start right there, Luca. And, I, and I'm man, no, about that actually, it, is, is, it is so powerful. You know what? Like, because on a, on a, I'll say regular life is non-COVID life, right? That's what yeah. I'm. Gonna, that's what I'm going to frame it as. It's it, it it was a lot easier to uh, hide and and I would say bury certain things that weren't yeah. going as well, right? And I would say even um, uh, what's what's the word? Sedate, right? you're sedating, whether it's with, you know, the TV, this, that, the other, you can kind of get away with it. I think now is just put a microscope and magnified uh, these different things when you're like, oh shit, you know, whether it is the finances, whether it is, I mean, health obviously is, I think, been definitely exposed where uh, there's obviously higher risk factors. And I, and I think whether it's this or anything else, you know, this magnifies it relationships at home is like, oh shit. Well, if, you know, if we're together a lot, what happens then? Yeah. Uh, I would say also, uh, this is a big one. And because obviously we both run businesses is how you're showing up for your, your team and in yeah. your clients leadership. You know, yeah, absolutely. When, when everything, when shit hits the fan. Um, and I, I do believe that this is, this is revealing the, you know, I, I think one podcast I said, um, chaos reveals character, right? Like the chaos is revealing the character of the times. And then, and now you got nowhere to hide. And now that can be painful, but at least you can go like, oh shit, well, this isn't, you know, this, I, I really got to like fix this and change this. Um, Cause the next time something happens, guess what? Like it will be the same. I mean, the same thing. You're going to have to deal with it. Like there's, there's going to be no hiding. This is just not allowing anybody to hide. And, you know, let, let me first say that like, I completely, I understand because I'm, I'm going through these challenging times too. It's not like everything's oopsie daisy at all. I mean, every day there's problem solving every day. There's stuff I got to figure out and you know how we're going to get through it and make sure I'm supporting everybody from my team and the clients and family and, 
back home taking care of stuff. We got a, you know, a whole nother gym and a whole nother group of people that are going through really, really hard times in Slovenia. And so it, it, it is, it is challenging. So I don't think anybody should take this as us going like, you know, eh, you should be, you know, oh, like yeah. pointing the fingers and not, this is, I mean, this is really is just one of uh, almost like a coaching opportunity to get better. Like this, this podcast, this should help you, you know, identify some challenging things, have a strategy and tactics and start getting better. And like at the end of this, be in a better place. Like that's, that's our goal. That's our mission here. Yeah. And Hey, I love what you said right there. And guys, yeah. Like, so, yeah. So first off, like Lucas said, to be clear, um, Hey, we are not saying this is easy and it's not, but I, I, here would be my defense on that. Luca is, but guys, we're not going to sit here and cry about it. And we're not going to be negative And we're not going to say, look what the government says, or did you hear what these guys did? Or, or look at this person, or that's an idiot. Guys, guys, that's a waste of our energy and our time, right? It, guys, leaders got to find solutions. And right now, whether you like it or not, you are a coach and a leader in your own home. Now, what Lucas said, what I loved was how I said revealed. He said, you're under the microscope right? Like people are going to remember how, how you acted, the things that you did. Right now, everything is under a microscope, but watch this. That's from the outside. What I wrote down right there is, and there's a way bigger microphone. And what do I mean? That voice inside your own head. You're spending way more time with yourself than ever because you can't sedate with the daily commute and the radio and the coffee visit and the, you know, the, the coffee shop and, and all the other things that you did. When all the stuff gets stripped away, that internal voice is louder than ever. And you gotta, hey, you gotta, you gotta also embrace that too. And what is it saying? And what is it talking about? Because I'll tell you what, I've had to do a lot of that now that we're say five weeks in that I haven't really left my home, that voice is louder than ever. And I, you know, I too had to, man, I had to have some real conversations with what was going on and where I was at, but definitely, yeah. Hey, now is the time to overcome this. And Luke and I, guys, we have a lot of conversations. We talk a lot and uh, Hey, we're human beings, right? We are not immune to fear and we are not immune to anxiety. It's just leaders still move forward even when that exists. And watch this, Luca. I'm going to give everybody a gift right now. So this is maybe the best gift I can give everybody during this COVID-19 experience because I guarantee everybody is also experiencing fear and anxiety right now. And that's, guys, you're not a human being if you don't. But it's how you act in this circumstance that will make the difference. And I talk to, this isn't just me talking, I am talking to the best PhDs I know, you know, psychologists, people that really understand it. And here's the conclusion I came to, which is really cool. You're going to love this. Fear and anxiety, the amount of it or lack thereof that you have is only related to two things, the perceived amount of threat and, or the perceived ability that you have to cope with that threat. Mm. Like that's how it works. Now watch this. So here's an example. If I have like a giant grizzly bear walk through my door right now, eight feet tall, teeth bared, man, I'm going to see high threat, right? Like I'm going to see high threat and I'm not going to see a high ability to cope. Like even with all my training, I'd love, I'd love, you know, Luke would probably love for me to be like, oh man, just a bear. I'll go tear it apart. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I would have low ability to cope, super high threat. So I would have a ton of fear and anxiety, right? And I would probably want to run. But now imagine that my seven-year-old walks through the same door and even if her teeth were bared, right? Like 
I got a way lower perceived threat and I believe I got a way high ability to cope with that threat. And uh, so then fear and anxiety would be low. Now, that being said, this is where it gets important. Right now, I want everybody, you should be getting a pen and paper out after this is over and you need to write down, what are you really afraid of? Or what is causing the anxiety? See, because when you run from it, it doesn't go away and it sits in your subconscious and it's just like getting bigger and bigger and you're magnifying it. And because you don't address it, you don't feel like you can cope and it makes it worse, right? And, and like Luca said, sedating with TV or alcohol or whatever else, like that isn't gonna help. But the thing is, if you sat down and really said, well, what am I really afraid of? What am I really, really afraid of? Oh, is it, oh, I'm afraid I might not have money or I'm afraid how the world will be after or, I, you know, like again, guys, I guarantee if you really attack it and embrace that fear, the fear is gonna get smaller. And then I want you to write down 10 or 15 things that you could do to, to, as a solution. And then your, your ability to cope will get higher. And I've been helping a lot of people with this and it's like all of a sudden, they're like, wow, yeah, this is tough, but I'm in my home, I'm with my family, I'm still healthy, I'm working out. Things like we're gonna be getting back to normal. Maybe it's not the grizzly bear that I thought it was. And you know what? I'm a survivor. I can cope. I can do this. I've had challenges before. And then all of a sudden, guys, it could be the best gift I give you, but it all starts with that inner conversation. So what do you think of that? Man, I, I think that's super. You know what? As soon as we were saying that, I was thinking about um, the Stoics had, I forgot what they called it, but it was, um, they would, they would essentially do the exact same thing where they would like write out the fear, like what feel it in their body and just go like, what is the worst thing that could happen? Like, you know, the worst, the worst, the worst, the worst. And then once you, once you kind of feel that you're like, okay, what, yeah. what would, would, would that, would like, would that be the end of the world? Right. And you know, for most of us, it would be shitty, but it's not the end of the world. And then, and then you go, okay, cool. Well, what am I going to do? to go, like, it's almost like prepare for the worst, work towards the best. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, well, I, but, I just don't, but don't. It, it's embrace it though and know what it is. Like, hey guys, and I don't want to sugarcoat it. You know where my bigger fears are? I'm worried about my parents, right? Like I got older Same. parents with, you know, that are immunocompromised. So yes, I'm worried about them, but then I say, okay, what do I got to do? And I'll make sure they're staying in their homes, that we're still staying in touch with them. So they're supporting all these things. And then like then it's not keeping me up at night and I'm not paralyzed. I embraced it. I said, I know what it is and what I'm uptight about and I'm going to attack it. And the same thing for my business or my health or for my kids. And, and then guys, it's uh, yeah. Like I, I think everybody's going to grow from that. Like Luca said, by embracing it tight. Yeah. Because I, I, one thing I think is if you're just waiting it out, I don't, I don't think, that's the net here's the thing i don't think that's the best thing for you yeah. okay R rather than like you can wait it out you know life starts back up again however it is but that's not what's going to be best for you right and i think that's what's really important to, to think about because i've had a lot of conversations of uh you know whether it's like on a business side of thing like waiting for help um i was i was on a, a call with with chris uh eric cressy a couple um podcasts ago and he said something really good he said hey if you're an entrepreneur you didn't get into entrepreneurism to be like, I'm going to wait for the government to save me. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's not one of those top 50 things that you write down is like, well, you know, if shit goes wrong, no, like you're, you, you essentially end up going like, Hey man, like that's part of it. It's like figuring it out. It's like, you know, salute. When we talk about solutions, 
like really, really practicing that and like how, you know, the questions you ask yourself are going to lead you to a certain direction. So if the question is, why me? Oh, why is the government not helping me out? Why is this yeah. happening? Why blah, blah, blah. That's the wrong question. The question is like, what am I learning? How do I overcome this? What things, uh, you know, how can we innovate right now? How can we get better through this? And, you know, through a lot of suck, I, I don't know about you, but man, I've had so many revelations in the last four to five weeks, huh. personally, uh, business wise, uh, you know, I'm, and of course it's a lot that I see it, but it's like, man, it's a lot of work, but nonetheless, I see a better. Oh, the few, it's, it's, it's forced us, Luca, like guys, an example that I always use, cause, and Luca knows this too. I, uh, when nine 11 happened, I was only a few miles from ground zero where I lived and you could see the smoke coming up. And I knew so many people that were affected. My wife and I got our pictures in front of the twin towers oh, yeah. when we got married only a few weeks before. And, uh, Using that as an example, a really terrible one. Hey guys, now things were, are never going to be the same again. They're still not the same. It's, you know, almost 20 years later, right? That it's, uh, we take our shoes off when we get on planes, can't bring water. If you saw somebody with a suspicious bag or something else, like everybody, you know, kind of became in some way a terrorist. It terrorized our minds forever. And, but yet, but there were things that moved forward that, and systems were improved and things got better and, and the world moved on. And this one, guys, is not a negative circumstance so much like that, but this is an opportunity for the whole world to work together. And you'll see someday that we will never be the same and there will be changes we always have as a result, but the world is gonna emerge differently. We're gonna, things are gonna move faster. Things are gonna move faster with medicine. Think, the way that we all work together, technology and how people use it, people's attention to health and fitness and their family and reconnecting. And, uh, and here will be the example I give, which I think everybody's gonna like um, and why it's important, I guess. And, and again, and I never wanna sound all, the word is like Pollyanna, like, oh, it's so positive, it's so positive, but in every super negative experience I've ever had in my life, I've gone back to thank it for what it made me become. And what I'm talking about here is right now, we've been pushed into our homes. And I consider it like, in a weird way, like my home right now is a cocoon, you know? And it's like I'm the caterpillar and I got pushed into the cocoon. But here's the thing about a caterpillar. Nothing inside of the caterpillar, if you took one apart, nothing would say there's a butterfly in there right? But there is, there's this great thing inside. So the first thing I want to remind you is there is that super great thing inside, but the only way it comes out when it goes into the cocoon or the chrysalis is, is through struggle and transformation. So right now, guys, using that same example, imagine we are in a cocoon right now and we are struggling. I'm not going to say that it's not a struggle. I struggle every day and man, but I'm used to the struggle, right? I'm I, that, that line. I always use a lot. I'm comfortable being uncomfortable, baby. But if you let the caterpillar out of the chrysalis, if you remove the struggle, it doesn't survive, right? Because it didn't transform. So right now I I'm hoping everybody pictures it too. We're in this cocoon and we're struggling. It's uncomfortable, man. I got to shake this off or I got to get better. I got to push myself to something new, but guys, this will be over. And what you emerge, right? When that cocoon opens up, what you emerge is going to be up to what you do right now. 
how you transform is going to be up to what you do and the actions you take now. And that's kind of a poetic way of saying what Luca was saying. Like right now, there are things you could be doing and solutions you could be finding and new skills or, uh, you know, or old skills you didn't have that you need to be developing. Right. And, uh, I don't know. And there will be habits that you can form now that when this is over, whether it's your health or your reading or your knowledge or your career that are going to make you either more valuable or less valuable. And if that is what we can control at this time, I'm challenging everybody to control it way better than using your controller to binge on Netflix and, uh, and eat all the snacks in your house. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a great analogy, man. I, I, I didn't think about that, but that's a great, great analogy about the, I said about the caterpillar um, to, to, to piggyback on that. Like I, I think it might've been Dan Sullivan that, that, that wrote this or whatnot, but it was like the three P you know, in times like this, you, you got to build confidence. Right. And he said, there's three P's that build confidence. One is be present. Don't be, you know, not being present is like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. You know, you're, you're constantly worrying or you're stressed out about what already happened. And you can't change. So you got to be present. You got to be positive. Now here, here's the thing. I also am not, um, you know, what you brought up, um, you got to be realistic so you can't hide from the realness of stuff. Yeah. But here's the thing. Negative, negative is always unproductive, right? Being realistic, but then positive. And what I, what I mean by positive, be positive because you're going to make other people feel better. And then when you make other people feel better, you'll feel better, right? So be present, be positive. And then number three is be productive. Are you being productive? And to me, productive could, could be, hey, spend time with your family. That's productive. That's great. Like it's productive for everybody but also hey are you getting better are you doing something that's moving your business forward are you um are you are you creating something uh, you know what i would call it's important but not urgent right so, you know and hey in four or five months this will be this will be the thing that you're doing in your business but right now you're working on it so it's taking you know four or five months but that's being productive you got to have those three p's to build your confidence in this time because i'll tell you what being unconfident in this time that's when you just shut down. That's when you're like, man, I, you know, you, when you said, you know, the bear analogy, and it's like, man, you, you don't feel your ability is, is matching the, 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 the problem. Well, the great thing about abilities is that like, you can read a book, you can take a course, you can go, you know, you can go through coaching greatness. You can go read Martin's book. You can, uh, you know, figure out something and learn something about marketing. You can do an online, whatever, right? Like the, you can build your ability and be productive in your skill set, And then guess what? Then that, anxiety and stress that you talked about starts becoming smaller and smaller in whatever, what, I don't know who said this quote, but it's right. It's like action alleviates anxiety, but only a hundred percent of the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, and I really, really do believe that because I, I'm doing a ton of, uh, you know, I mean, we've, we've done it before, but like I'm, I've stepped it up even more. So, uh, charitable work, community work. Um, I mean, this work every Saturday, we now do a virtual, you know, charity team training. We have 200 people doing live training with us across the world, you know, go to local restaurants. I'm, I'm actually doing some stuff with a, a chamber of commerce to help small businesses now. Um, like, and, but I do that not just for other people. I do it for me because it makes me feel good. Yeah. But guess what? I, every single time I'm stressed out and I go do stuff I, like I'm not stressed out anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm too busy being present and productive and positive. So I think that's, that's, that's a big key that, not no matter what the time is now or later or whenever uh you know you gotta it's not just a cool thing to write down it, it, it's like you gotta live that shit yeah i think that's the big difference don't just you know don't just 
write the stuff down that we're talking about, man, go do it. And then, and then tell me whether it didn't work, <laughs> you know? Well, how about this? So guys, I'm going to take his three P's and now I'm going to, I'm going to make them real with action items for you. So check it out. He said the first one was be present, which I agree. And, and guys, that is one of our biggest challenges ever as human beings right now. We are more distracted than ever. There's so much noise going on. And now because we're living kind of even more online, the noise can be overwhelming. And uh, I'm going to give you two of mine that you can try. The first one, because I call it the escape, right? In a weird way, Luca knows, guys, I was a, a big martial artist. And when I was building my companies, the big thing I looked forward to every week was either my workouts or my judo and jujitsu training. And I thought it was because I just loved combat and the workout. But what I really realized was is that those couple hours that I was there on the mats, when you're trying to stay alive and have somebody not spike you on your head and kill you, you can't think about anything else. Like about anything so, else. Yeah, you're so in the moment, just, just zoned in that it became my escape. And here's, but I was so present, right? Like it was like, they say like your body and your mind are so aligned then that that's the magic. Like it's the goal of how you should do things. And I get like that when I write, I get like that when I read, but uh, I'm challenging you right now. So what is your escape that makes you present? Is it your workout? Another one I would suggest right now is your breathing. Right? Like, are you really focused on, I, we hear it all the time, mindfulness, meditation. These are all these buzzwords. Guys, give it a shot. It works. Because when you're focused and controlling that breathing, man, you can't really focus on much else. And that's the magic to it. So that's one. Try, find your escape. Is it working out? Breathing? I don't know. Reading? Get there. Number two, when he said positive, because I'll even expand on that. Guys, nothing grows in a negative acidic environment it just doesn't and uh you gotta really watch yourself right now like oh president said this or oh the state said that or the government sucks or this is no fair or these people are lying or this is no good and you know man you will never grow and and it's funny because luke and i have known each other a really long time and as he was speaking i was challenging myself to say when have i ever seen luca get like really negative or mad or like and any he just doesn't. And then I said to myself, well, that's not my style either. And it's like, cause we're always, I don't know, trying to be positive and one up in everything that we're doing when we're together. So guys, positivity is probably the, the thing that we need to be the most contagious right now. I know we're trying to stop the contagion of the COVID virus, but we need that positivity virus more contagious than ever. And right now you are contagious to your family. You are contagious to your friends and your community. That's what he was talking about. Like do charitable work, do more stuff. It's contagious right now. And then number three, uh, for productivity. Yes, you can read and yes, take some courses. But you know where, Luca, you know where I'm the, where I, a new productivity that we're the most productive in our house. And it's not even the working out because I always read and I always worked out. Like this is just yeah, it's nothing new. Out. Yeah, yeah. But here, here's the one. Ready? Because I got asked this question on a Zoom today, and it really hit me. And uh, and it's not. Uh, it's something that's a bit my fault, but then some was out of our control. The thing where we've been really productive for the last five weeks, every night, the entire Rooney family. You know, for anybody listening that doesn't know, I have four daughters. You know, my wife and myself in the house. Um, we have sat down for dinner, no phones, and we have conversations and, and we've made the food. I'm going to give everybody a few things, but here's the thing. 
I've had more dinners together with everybody in the last five weeks than I probably did in the last five years. And why? Hey, I traveled a lot. That's one. But I have four girls in four different schools, four different sports. They're running around like crazy. I'm a coach too. So it's kind of like keeping our schedule together was insanity, but we were never all in one place sitting down and breaking bread. And uh, I challenge everybody right now. If you've been put into your homes, it's revealing you. If your kids are in their rooms by themselves on their phones and they're worrying alone and you're watching TV or you're on your phone alone and you're worrying alone, guys, that is not productive. So I'm challenging everybody to get their families together and be productive together. And how did we do it? You'll love this, Luca. We, we, we did like, first we started, it was easy. Like, Hey, what's everybody's favorite movies? And we play games, but then it started to be, Hey, we call it the hot seat and say, uh, Sasha's in the hot seat. Well, everybody at the table has to say something really great about Sasha. And then say, then when Kira's in the hot seat, then everybody has to say something great about her. And we did that. And then like the next night, it'd be like, what are we proud of them about? And then, Hey, what's something that they, uh, they really love about them. And guys, the stuff that I've learned and watched how my kids have bonded and the things that I learned about their relationships and how they feel about each other that I didn't know is going to be the most productive thing that I've done through this whole experience. You know, Hey, have I written more? Yeah. Have I read more? Yeah. But to watch the family come together. Cause when this goes back, yeah, like we're going to go, it will go back and we're not going to be able to do that like we did but man, it should be making everybody appreciate it. So when we say productivity as my final part, it didn't just mean, hey, do a marketing course. Hey guys, how are you, you know, how are you marketing yourself to the rest of your family right now, right? Which is important too, so boom. Uh, yeah, that's amazing, man. Uh, I'm really glad that you brought that point up because it, it is too easy to, you know, start going into the productivity of business, this, that, the other, because you know what I wanted to bring up that like, and, and honestly, it's like, it's not, we didn't talk about how this is going to go, but it, but it's, yeah. it's we're, we're what's called Martin and Luca riffing right now, which is what, we, right now. which and is what we do when we're together, unless Luca finally falls asleep and then he wakes up speaking in another language and I got to tell him <laughs> he's safe and put him to bed, <laughs> which by the way, happened a lot of times in a lot of different countries that we were together. Oh, yeah. And the I first time it happened, it was spooky. I think I, I did warn you though. I did warn you. I said, Hey, listen, I, know, I wasn't ready for it. Guys, he sat up. He was like, la, 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 la. And I just remember, I just, I tried to take control like an alpha dog. I was like, Luca. And he like looked over, but I didn't, couldn't tell if he was asleep or not. And I said, you, we're safe. We're in Australia. Go back to bed. And then, and then you just like, you just went <laughs> and just lowered and just like fell back to sleep. What's so funny is that, like that day, I'm like, uh, I'm like, yo, Mark, we're in, in Australia doing a tour. <laughs> I'm like, Martin, uh, sometimes I, uh, I sleepwalk and I talk in my sleep. And then you said, do you do anything? I'm like, no, nah, I haven't hurt anybody yet. Yeah, I was like, I said, what's going to happen? Yeah. I said, no, nah, it's safe. I, I haven't hurt anybody yet. <laughs> no, so, but guys, I was pretty sure it was Slovenian that he was ripping right there. I don't know what he was speaking, but it was. Uh, some other outer worldly language, but we've had a lot of adventures. A lot of adventures. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So back to what I don't back, know how back we got to on that it. because that is, you know, I, and I think this is one of the most important things that we're learning about. I mean, me even personally, I am like, I, you know, how important, I mean, it's the most important thing is connection connect. And, and of course connection with our close community. So, you know, number one, our families, our friends, our, our team, 
but you know, also in our, our businesses, our community, I mean, what, that's what we were talking about before was what are we learning, you know, through uh, training for warriors and obviously, you know, here at Vigor and in a lot of, a lot of the places that have built up this great culture and connection are, you know, there's support both ways, right? It's like everybody's supporting each other. I mean, to a degree, you know, stuff that like, I mean, for, for, with our gym, it's like, you know, somebody needs groceries, you know, there's other, like, who, what, what do you need me to do? Like, I'll go get it. I don't care. I'll drive around the city. It's such a crazy connection. It's brought everybody so much closer together. Um, but once, once again, we said it can do one or the other. It can rip apart or it can bring close together. And we know we're not going to riff on it, but like, uh, you know, there's a lot of businesses and companies that it's ripped apart and yeah. chaos revealed character. And, and, you know, your example was probably one of the most important examples. Like you have an opportunity to connect and learn more about the people you love. They're the closest because we do have crazy lives and we're flying around and speaking and doing this and that. And the kids got tons of stuff going on. And hey, like this is because now in this time, you can bring it up a notch and be like, now here's our level of connection has gone up and you, you build from that, you know? And I think that the future, I forgot how, I think I was talking about to Travis, Travis Mott, Travis is a really smart marketing guy um, and a really good friend of mine. And, you know, we're talking about like, what, you know, what are some things that like in the future, more so than ever, connection is going to mean everything between, you know, companies and, and, and yeah. businesses, right? Like, um, it, but once again, like that's the thing that is universal. I don't care what new media platform comes out. I don't care about virtual reality. I don't care about uh, whatever new app is going to be great and blah, 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 blah. If you do not have connection, it, you know, everything else is irrelevant. And I'm a very, you know, I'm, I'm a very, very social human being. So, you know, I've cut down my time around people by 99.5%. And man, it's, it's, it's challenging, right? It's, it's like that human connection. I, I crave it. And, um, it, which is also why I'm like, yo, I got, you know, I said, I'll never do podcasts uh, through zoom. Cause I'm always going to do them face to face. But it actually turned out to be a great thing. Cause I'm like, Hey, you know what? I get to, I get to get on a call with my friends, connect, talk about life, you know, share, share stuff with people. Um, and man, like I, I could be in a shitty mood and do this. And like afterwards, I'm like, man, I'm fired up again because of that connection, you know? So uh, yeah. I, I don't know what you've been seeing on that yeah, part, but like what your thoughts are on that, but so that, I, I think that's big. Building off that. And in our network, guys, we've got a couple hundred gyms around the world. And I was afraid, right? Like I was nervous, like what's going to happen? How's this going to play out? Just like people were doing models of how the disease will spread. Yeah. I was working models in my head. And I've been very, I couldn't be more proud, not only of how everybody has stuck together and worked together, but how all the, the members stuck with all their people and everybody's doing great. And so what did it do is it revealed what I always talked about. And you know, that was my speech last year. It's about culture. I've been talking about culture and community and connection forever. And hey, so there's a lot of major big businesses out there that are going bankrupt because they don't have culture or connection. Now, that's not their fault, meaning it's just they never had an attention there. And no one could have predicted what we were having, but what is the thing that got revealed, like you're saying, is that connection and culture moving forward, if you don't have that in your business, 
your business is going to be really challenging. If you don't have that in your family, your family is going to be really challenged. If you don't have that in your relationships and your friends, it's going to be challenged. Now watch this. Here's why. Because Luca, I'm going to explain something else from a biological perspective, which you love. Because Luca said something, and I've been talking to him a lot because, hey, Luca lives by himself. And I was concerned about that. And that's why I reach out. Because you hear what he said. He said a word. You may not have even known you said it, Luca, was. You said, I crave connection. And see, it's not just you, everybody. Even if you're an introvert right now, everybody can, craves connection. And why? Because that's embedded into our DNA. Now watch this, you're gonna like this. Hey, do I have bigger claws than a lion? No. no. Do I got bigger teeth than like a shark or a, a grizzly bear? No. Am I stronger than a silverback gorilla or faster than a cheetah? No. We're not like human beings. We're not like really good at any, like we're not numero uno in anything except, guys, we connected. And because we connected and we developed security with that connection that we had, and fear went down and anxiety went down, that allowed our brains to grow. When we, this is how they map it, it's pretty cool. When we created fire and we could sit around the fire and not be afraid to get eaten alive and we stuck together, that allowed us to do something none of the other species did. We could think, we could think and we could grow and we could solve problems that the other ones couldn't solve. And now we rule this rock, baby. But it was embedded into us that we had to all do it together. We had to do it together like, and be connected. And that's why right now, even though we're not physically together, we're connecting through Zoom. That's why people like Snapchat and everything else and Facebook, because man, we're connecting at a level that with so many more people than ever before. But guys, use that as the ultimate example that holy cow, moving forward, you got to figure that out for the future of your family, for the future of your business. And here's something, ready, Luca, we, we, we've been saying, what did you say either, or chaos reveals character. Well, watch this, because I've been using the word crisis, right? Because we're like kind of in a crisis. So crisis reveals character, crisis reveals discipline, crisis reveals your business, but watch, I'm gonna take it a step further. And everybody might not like this, but this is how it goes. But during crisis, you don't get to build culture. During crisis, you don't get to build character. Meaning like, so right now, you can't save your business by changing the culture. We're in the storm right now, baby, we're in the crisis. But you can start all the planning and all the things that you're gonna have to do when this crisis passes. For the next time. See, that's the yep. thing like, hey, there's a major, one of the biggest fitness companies in our country went bankrupt. They can't build culture now, it's too late. But if they do restructure someday, they're gonna have to figure that one out because they got a, they found a real chink in their armor, it's called, where, like, where it's dangerous. You know, like the Achilles heel, if you will, where they may have never seen it, but now we're under that microscope and it became very apparent. So for everybody listening, your connection and the, the culture and the community that you create. I've been preaching about it for years and holy cow, now it all came true. And, uh, and, and man, I wish it didn't, but I think the biggest revealer of all of this is that guys, we're human beings and we create, we all crave that connection. So let's lean into that now with our family, with our associates, with our teammates, with our coworkers and figure out how to make it better. Man, great, great point. I actually think, the, you know, w there's no tactic or strategy, right? When, when, when something happens, like, I mean, there's, there's, you know, you can course correct, 
But the, the truth is all of these things, just like your body, right? Like you spent years building it. Yeah. Right? Your, your, your financial security, if you have it, you've spent compounding that, you know, that interest over the 10 years or five years or whatever. Your culture, same thing. The thing you do today, this is what I say all the time. What you're doing today will show in a year or two or maybe six months, you know what I mean? But it's going to take time to show. And that's why you have to start today because I'm always, you know, people are like, oh, when you're doing all this stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's for two years from now. I'll see, you know, I'll reap the benefits probably. But, and that's why it's hard because if you want that, um, Danny Meyer called it, he, he called it in business terms, right? He said, there's now money and there's later money, right? And it's like, now money is dangerous a lot of time because now, now money is like the quick fix, Oh, it's super dangerous. Now money's the 21 day trial. Now money's the slick marketing trick that, you know, you know, bait and switch. No guys, we watched a lot of people get hurt and all the now money people in trouble. Here, here's a way to say it, Luca, watch this one. Hey guys, you know what, when's the best time to plant a tree? And it's 20, 20, years, ago. <laughs> 20 years ago, right? Hey, when's the second best time to plant one right now? So yeah. you're going to plant trees right now, but that's why I'm saying, but you can't, have the magic culture right now if you don't have it, but you can learn the lesson and start planting it. And uh, I don't know, man. And this is even more important. And I get this a lot from Luca because you always say, man, leave it better than you found it. This is one I've been using a lot lately. Guys, right now, you're a coach and you're a leader in some way in your community, but you got to be okay with planting trees you'll never see. Mm. Right? Like, and that's a biggie. Like, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I talked to my daughter because we were just training. And uh, yesterday I said, hey, do you know what's in it? You're going to love this, Luca. And I, guys, I always love getting out with him because I'm always trying to make his mind explode because <laughs> I'm always taking myself to the next level. And Luke and I are a few, the few of my friends that we really do that. And uh, I told her, I said, Sophia, do you know what's inside of an acorn? And she was like, what, you know, an acorn? And I said, no, no, no. like inside of an acorn, just like that caterpillar is a butterfly, inside of an acorn is like a humongous oak tree. And that's, I always used to hear that, right? And then I took it deeper because I've been just really going deep lately. And I said, but do you know what else is inside of an acorn? Inside of an acorn are the 10,000 oak trees of its descendants that led to that acorn, right? Like every tree that ever, the tree 10,000 years ago that dropped off an acorn and then another one grew and another one grew and another one grew, they're all inside of it. So guys, we're, we, are, we are the reflection of all the people that came before us. And we're the people that can now push this thing forward because there's going to be greatness eventually inside of us, but there'll be the plant or the, the tree we can't see, right? Like you got to plant the, the, the tree that you will never see. And that's happening right now, right? And it was, it was so deep, this breakthrough that I had you know, and I guess in times of crisis, that's where you have real breakthroughs too, when you really get to spend a lot of time with yourself. But right now, guys, all of us are planting seeds and we might as well plant great ones, even if we're never the ones to really benefit from it, right? Like, and that is another way of Danny Myers say of now money or later money, right? Like, so what I'm saying is, do you want the now tree? You can't have an oak tree right now in five minutes, right? You can't, that's just the law of nature. But if you plant it and you nurture it, and it'll grow. And you know what? Even if it doesn't sustain you, that tree's going to bring oxygen for generations a thousand years from now because of you, right? So deep stuff. But, uh, you know, because we got to give them some of that sometimes too. No, I love it, man. Like I actually was thinking a lot about that because 
you know, I, 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 I used to chase more significance in now stuff. And, you know, in, uh, I think I, probably Simon Sinek, he's got a book called The Infinite Game. I loved it, by the way, if you haven't read it, it's great. Yeah. Um, and he talks about just cause, you know, that you have to have a just cause mission. And that's something that's so big. Actually, it's so big that you actually, you know that you can't achieve it in your lifetime, but you're going to, you're going to fight for it. Right. Be because that's the driving force The driving like the game, the, the, the game, the infinite game is actually not, it never ends. Right. What's, what's the end of a bit. There's no end in the business game. Nah. Right. The infinite game is just to keep getting better. And there's something so big that you can't achieve, but that's the driving force, you know, yeah. and, and that's the mission behind, hey, you know, training for warriors. So everybody listening, guys, we're trying to change lives. We're trying to save lives. And, I, and it's starting to happen. Like I get these, and we've been doing this for 20 years, but now I'm getting these emails and someone will write me this incredible email. And I want everybody to know if you're in fitness, they never write me that they like the push up or uh, like some version of a squat. They write and say how they saved their child or they're a different person because of it. Or, and, but then that person now raises somebody else and that person raises somebody else, somebody I will never see this infinite game, but I left it better than I found it somehow. And guys, hey, Luke and I, it just shows we're getting older. When I was 20, was I thinking like that? No, yeah. 30s, I could see glimpses of it. 40s, now I'm on it. Now almost 50, like now that's like where I wanna spend all my time. So you will make that transition but, uh, but hey, why not make it faster and learn from us yep. earlier, right? Exactly. I, I was just going to say that, like, would, you know, I wouldn't take the big obstacles and the big mess ups in my life because they taught me so much. But should you, you know, when we, we talk to like, a, you know, teens or, or people in their early 20s or, you know, they're coming into the industry, what, like, why make all your own mistakes? You're going to make a lot of mistakes anyways, but why make all of them if you can listen to, uh, you know, my fuck ups or, you know, the mistakes that Martin made or, you know, any other person that's achieved things that you want to achieve, uh, man, listen, because you can, that's how you, I would say, jump some steps in that, in that ladder. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think that's part, you know, part of the reason why we do obviously the podcast is like, Hey, can you get a nugget that's like really hitting you hard in the gut? And if, and if it is do something about it, write it down, take an actionable step, after this because that's the, i mean that's the only way to move forward it, it doesn't have to be massive but like you got to keep inching away at it and uh man i don't know about you I, I know you remember this there's days if i wake up and i'm a little down like i'm like oh man it's been a rough week you know a couple of things happen i put on you'll know this part any given sunday <laughs> put on one inch yeah. al pacino speech it's four minutes and 30 seconds long and at the end i'm shedding a tear and i'm like yeah well, and mine, and mine, if people want to watch it, I've sent it to Luca before. There's one called The Lion Speech by Christopher Walken. Oh, and man. And I watched I watch that one. And uh, when I need a little motivation myself right there. And hey, you spoke about mistakes, right? And how I call them is expensive lessons or inexpensive lessons. And guys, expensive lessons are the ones you pay for because you did it. You made the mistake yourself. Inexpensive is learning from the greats in history or whatever that you don't. And uh, actually watch this. So, you know, Luca has mentioned, guys, I have a new book, Coach to Coach. People are going Before crazy about it. Before you even go it. into this, I want to first say something about that book. Okay. okay. Well, but, well, wait, but I just want to, when you get into the book, but guys, one of the things is that book never happens if I didn't stop making one of my biggest mistakes. So I want to give everybody this one. You ready? Mm -hmm. 
and it's a knowledge bomb, the biggie nugget. And especially because you could be focused on this now. Don't do something you don't love, right? Because we talked about where do you, I think, hit like you should plant trees you'll never see, but, but don't plant them if it's something you don't even like doing. So what I'm saying is go even a step back. Guys, right now, you should be really visiting. Like, did you really love your job before this all happened? Or is this what you're passionate about? Because maybe that's why Luca and I are so on fire because we're doing like what we love doing. So that didn't like dissuade us. But I can't imagine Luca, like right now, you hated your job and, and what you do. And I did too. It would be even worse. So that's a big lesson right there. Guys, this is an opportunity like for a reset that maybe there's some things you want to be doing or, or figuring out too. And I guess here's the example is I was an orthopedic therapist and I liked it, but I didn't love it. You know, so nothing against people, therapists out there, if that's what you love, go for it. But I would have never become a sport coach and a fitness coach if I hadn't listened to my gut and chased what I really loved. And, and if I hadn't done that for all that time, then there's no book. So I wanted to give that lesson first before you said it. But guys, the one person I wanted to read this book so bad that I kept talking about always was Luca. And uh, because I knew, I knew he was going to go so crazy for this thing. And he gave me the greatest compliment when he got it and he read it. And he was like, dude, it's your masterpiece. And that's when I knew I had a hit on my hands. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why, like why. So I'm going to try to be as objective as possible. Not, <laughs> what I mean by that. Well, actually I'll be both because you know, I've, I've always, I've, I've, gone through everything you've ever done obviously so many times that i probably <laughs> could put on some presentations that you've done to a degree um and and you know what the book so i've been in this game for a long time right and what i judge it by is that when i two two things when i read the book i was so proud that i'm a coach right that i mean it was like legitimately i was like man like this, like this is the greatest profession to me i believe that and the second thing was that like, it still got me so fired up. I'm not even getting to the lessons of the book yet, but it got me so fired up to, to be better. Like, you know, it's like, it's not like, oh man, I've done all these things. No, like, I'm like, there was so much stuff in that. I said, that made me go like, man, you know what? I could do that better. You know what? I forgot about this. This is at the core of coaching that, you know what I mean? And like it, when you can have a book and I, I guarantee you, if I read it like tomorrow, I'd still feel that way. That's the type of book it is because it's a storybook and it's, it's a fable. And like that, that's what it did for me. I was done with it. And I was like, man, like I, I, I wanted to run through a wall and go, go coach and be better at coaching. Um, and that's why this is one that will stand the test of time. Like you ever, if you ever forget, and I hope, you know, if, if you, if you're questioning yourself right now about coaching and being in an industry, man, if you read that book, like, I'll tell you what, you'll, you won't question yourself again, or you shouldn't be in coaching. It's, it's, it's one of those two. That's how good it is. And there's these principles that I feel like will forever stand a test of time, no matter what the tech is, no matter what the, you know, how I would say things change and softwares come and go and, um, you know, trends come and go. These are the principles of coaching, period. And, uh, and that's what, you know, and, and, and it being a, um, and Martin knows, like, I'm a big fan of this book called The Go-Giver, which, which was tremendously, uh, I would say, uh, affected me. Let's just say I reread it every year. Man, Coach to Coach is like that. Like it's, it's like I'll reread it pro probably more than once a year, honestly, because it's, it's such a – like you just want to roll through it. And I gave this book to people that are, they're not coaches, um, not, I would say not in the fitness industry coaches. 
and are not necessarily crazy readers either. And they like just went through it like butter, you know? And so I cannot encourage, this should be like one of your, you know, when I do recommended readings for being a coach, like this one's like up there, like you, you gotta have it. So, I mean, that's, that's my like honest, very, very honest subjective slash objective um, <laughs> feedback on it. But uh, I don't know if you wanted to add anything to no, it. Hey, well, but, I appreciate it. And it's funny, like Luke, guys, I guess the cool stories behind it, like you gotta read the book, it's stories within a story. And Luke and I have lived a lot of them and, and we've influenced each other so much in our writing and our reading. And that's where I knew I wanted to do a book like the ones that are some of our favorites, which like The Go-Giver or uh, John Gordon's books or Ken Blanchard's books, if anybody enjoys those. And there's a magic to them because they're easy to digest, but they have these big ideas. And so if anybody's listening and you're intimidated by reading, don't be with this. This is a book people blow through in a couple of sittings and then they go through again for the gold. And I'll tell you what, I was never in flow and in the zone like when I wrote it. And I can remember telling Luca, like, Luca, I got something going here. Like, it's going to be it. It's what we've always been talking about. And then, and then to shop it to the biggest publishing house, Wiley, and they, they bought it in a day. You know, I didn't have an agent or anything. And then all the coaches that got behind it for the testimonials from superstar coaches like Dan Gable and Lou Holtz to Rudy from the movie Rudy, the real Rudy, saying it's the, like the great story he's read. It, uh, it's all come together and I could have never predicted how it would be helping people right now. Like the, the messages in it are even more powerful for people now than I would have thought. And people are getting it all over the world right now. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's really humbling uh, to see it out there. And there's an audio version now if you don't like reading either. So there's no excuses. Hold up. Did you do the audio version? No. So what happened was because we've got the book did so great that uh, Wiley was like, we got to do an audio for this, but no one could fly anywhere anymore. So they banged it out, I guess, in the city with a actor or, you know, a voice person. A few people have listened to it and they, they still like it, but yeah, I wish it was Obviously, guys, I wish it was me, but under the current circumstances. Well, it's either here's the thing: it's either you, but I'm I'm working on a deal, so Morgan Freeman's gonna read it. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? But uh, but definitely. Um, wait, there was something I was gonna say about it, or he would be an example too. This you'll love this, Luca. But guys, Luca and I, like we said, we talked about it. I have the book; I can feel it in my hands. And you know what it really ultimately represents for me is that Luca and I had talked about this idea for so many years, this book, but now it's real. Like I manifested it, like we manifested it, like it became real, but it only became real because one, I had the idea, and then two, I took the daily actions until it happened. So that's like the bigger thing to me, is like that it's, it's like real, like it's, a, it's got the jacket, it's how it's printed, it's how it looks and feels in my hand. I had to imagine it so much until that would happen. And right got, now guys, I'm challenging everybody, what are you manifesting? Like, what are you, what's your business gonna look like? What's your family relationships gonna be like? You can manifest those and make them happen, but you gotta imagine them first. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They, they never think it can be them or they just don't even spend their time thinking about it and then it doesn't happen. So I am not any smarter than anybody. I am not a better, I don't know, like reader or writer. I, guys, I just manifest things in my head and then I do the work. Like, cause I, I will say that 
I might not be smarter, faster, stronger, but you know what? I will outwork just about anybody I know. And, uh, and that's where the real magic happens. And this is a, this is a magic time that you should be investing into what it is that you want to manifest. And, uh, I think that's the ultimate lesson, at least for me that came from the book, because I will let everybody else read the book to get the, you know, get the big ideas. But that, that was a, it's just this neat concept, right? Again, getting deep there, like your life is a reflection of the things that you imagine or, or what you manifest. You know, if you think your life's going to have lousy relationships, it will. If you think your business is going to suffer, it will. If you think the economy's going to crush you right now and nothing's going to go right, you're manifesting that. Like you're, you're drawing that in from the universe to yourself, going back to that positive energy that me and Luca were talking about where, I don't know, I'm not going to see failure or anything right now and bring that into my life. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, whether you want to call it law of attraction, manifest, whatever, some of that stuff is real guys. It is. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy, man. First of all, it makes me think about, I love this song from Meek Mill and Justin Timberlake called, I believe <laughs> said, throw out that energy so I can grab it. But the thing I was talking <laughs> to Mark Fisher about this and we, we brought it up, right? The law of attraction. Is it all foo-foo? You know, but it's not, but here's not why cool. not. Here's why not. Because when you've, manifest you think about these things that are meaningful to you that you want to create to me it gives me a feeling and that and it's like it, it's so real that then i'm gonna act on that feeling now if, if the feeling is i can't do shit i'm not worth it i'm not you know then you act on that feeling which yeah. might be not doing anything or eat you know going to eat or drink or whatever else right so the, the truth is that when you keep envisioning these things and manifesting them it gives you now. Yes, you got to, You know, uh, I, I keep repeating this one. I said, you know, uh, when you pray, move your feet. Right? <laughs> it's like take. Yeah. You got to take action. You got to take action. There's nothing without the action. But I promise you this: if you're thinking about something meaningful and manifesting something great, like you're gonna be way more likely to take action than if you don't. And that's why, you know, why do we read books? Like, why, that's reading a book like Coach to Coach. It'll give you inspiration and a vision and and something to work towards, and then you're going to go bust your ass, you know, and, and uh, going back to, I, I want to finish on this point on, you know, um, we, we don't have any crazy, unbelievable talents that somebody else does. Uh, but, you know, me and Martin have so many stories. And when he said, you know, I'll work, I'll work anybody. And, you know, that's been my mentality. My whole life is like, man, I will do whatever it takes. And it just, you know, when we were doing, when we did a training for warrior certification, our gym in Slovenia, we're, we're touring and, <laughs> And I'm driving to, uh, I can't remember, I'm driving to Croatia. No, we were going to Croatia, remember? We were going to Croatia. Going to Croatia. Martin's in the front passenger seat, <laughs> writing a 4,000-word blog post as we're driving. And he's like, he's going, he's going back to me. He's like, I think, what do you think about this one? And he's just knocking we, it we, out. He had some good stuff on that one, too. Man, that was a great one. And, uh, but, you know, but, but I think that's, that is a huge lesson, is that you got to have a vision in um, – you know, and surround yourself, you know, I, I'm kind of pulling what, what, what's great about this. And what's what I love talking to, you know, my friends and people that are making shit happen and that have a lot of wisdom is, you know, it's talking to Bornstein and, you know, uh, saying, you know, if you're around good people, you create great experiences. If you create great experiences, you usually attract good people, you know, and, uh, and we've, we've had a lot of both. And, and it's, and it's like, make sure that because you'll, you'll create a better vision when me and Martin are around each other and when we're around people that are close friends that are, are doing great stuff, they, it helps you build a clearer and bigger vision. 
right? We're always talking it out and manifesting it. And so it's so important that you surround yourself with, you know, people that, that support the dream, right? Hey, hey, they might challenge you. They might challenge you on it, uh, you know, to, so that you can fight for your dream, but, but they'll, they won't, you know, they won't break you down. They'll lift you up. And, uh, and you got, you know, this is another time I think where you can look at that and go like, Hey, am I surrounded by people and communities and, you know, mentors that are pushing me and challenging me to be better or, you know, are, are they breaking me down or are they negative or, you know, are they, what, what are they manifesting? Right. I think that's a very, very important point, uh, to consider and to, to be aware of. Yeah. Well, listen to this. I, I wrote this down three words that hit me right there, guys, which go with it. And ready for this one, Luke, you're going to like it. Because I don't know if I, anybody's ever said it or whatever else. Thoughts are things. Like a lot of people think maybe thoughts are just ideas or whatever else. No, thoughts are like real things because you have the thought, like you said, and then you take the action. Just like, hey, if you were going to build a house, you have to picture what the house looks like first and make the plans and then the house becomes real. But it starts as a thought. So again, I, man, I do believe in that concept now that doesn't mean just sit in your house and wish for money and then money's going to happen but what i mean is these thoughts or whether it's goals or whatever else guys at all they've been talking about it too long for centuries you know like it's real and uh so you were going to be measured by the thoughts you have and you know what me and luca just have bigger thoughts than a lot of people have so you got to think big before you're going to be big you know and and if you think small then you'll get exactly what you're dreaming about you know so but never forget like you got to take action you know like none of it just happens i think that's maybe the mistake how the law of attraction is interpreted like oh just sit in your house and imagine money and 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 somebody's going to bring a publisher's clearinghouse check to your house that's not how it works but what i say is you imagine this stuff and then your radar is set or like it's like a, a type of lenses that you put on and then all of a sudden you're only seeing those things that are going to get you closer that w maybe you weren't aware of before that get you to that thing and then it goes you know and and uh but definitely now is the time to exercise that power now is not the time to think smaller now is the time to like really like imagine like how life could be or what you want it to be when this is over and it's only going to be bigger and better, you know, and the more I do it and things happen, you know, Luca knows I got a couple big projects that I'm, I couldn't be more excited about and I'm not letting this thing stop me because I have a vision, you know, and uh, guys, we get one life. Why not do amazing stuff, right? Like why not do incredible things? And the minute I really understood that and that my thoughts were what was going to control that, like I haven't, you know, it's only gotten bigger. So, I, and I'll end on this note, because as soon as you said that, I wanted to say, one of the things that's always stuck out for me is make sure that your, your action and your consistency match the size of your goals and dreams, right? Because it, I, I hear this a lot, like, I want to achieve this, <laughs> and then their actions and consistencies down here, and you got to match them, you know? Yeah. But if you're, but here's the thing, if your goals and vision, your dreams are down here, then it doesn't take a lot. Yeah. And you'll get exactly, you'll get exactly what you wanted, but maybe that isn't it, you know? So, Absolutely. Man, that, you know, I love that one. And you know, what was, you know, cause man, we always get these ideas when you're saying things, but it was, uh, oh, what was it? You were just saying, yeah. Cause it was the consistency of it with that. I don't, you know, man, my, my brain is spinning right now where I got a, like a ton of notes right now, ready to rock. 
Well, I mean, dude, like this, this is, I mean, this is, you, we said this at the beginning, right? And said, Hey, you know, uh, Martin's already done tons of, tons of work today. I've, you know, I'm like halfway through my day and I, I, I got to run out, come back, train, shoot another two hours of content. It's Saturday. I would have, you know, I've been at the gym since 7am. I'm going to leave at eight and nine. And I'm not saying like, Hey, dude, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm just saying is that like, because we love what we do and to, to piggyback on what Martin said earlier is like, man, when you find what you love, you know, I'm not going like, Oh, I wish I could, you know, I'm, it's just like, it's just, this is the just cause and the purpose and the passion working. And like, we didn't even, you know, Martin didn't bat an eye. I said, Hey, listen, you want to do, you know, you want to do a, a podcast on Saturday at 4 PM. It, was like, it wasn't like, Oh no, it was like, yeah, let's do it. Right. I mean, yeah. well, um, and, and this was, and yeah, guys, when it, when it's what you love, it's not work. Like I didn't say, you know, Luca knows. I wrote him two hours before, an hour before. I was like, man, can't wait. Let's get on this thing. I know something crazy is going to happen. And yep. uh, I don't know. It, it's, uh, and, and, and I know people can feel that. That might be a cool thing, too, to talk about. You know what else this has revealed, Luca, is authenticity. See, guys, I challenge anybody to say, man, Martin and Luca, they don't really like this. That, that was a, they hated that conversation. That was no fun. And they didn't grow. And that's not real. No, it's like, when you're authentic and you show the world like you love what you really do, guys, that's like attractive. Like people want to be around that. Like the most attractive people to me in the world, these people are like chasing and doing what they love with such passion. And then the world is going to find you, you know, and no matter what it is. So that's the other part too, is guys, what is it that you really love? Like last night, my, you know, and this is where I'm nerding out. Uh, I was looking through all the National Geographic because now we have that National Geographic channel. So I was looking through and I noticed something interesting. The only thing that there was two movies about the same person, you know who it was about, Luca? It was about Jane Goodall, the lady that lived with the gorillas. Yeah, with the gorillas, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, and my one little seven-year-old said, Dad, what does that lady do? And in my head, I was like, she went and lived with gorillas, <laughs> you know, but it was like, but, but she impacted the world because it was this incredible passion and what she did. And like, in a weird way, the world is a better place because she discovered things about community and relationships because of gorillas. And what I'm saying is guys, if she can pull it off and probably win all these prizes and all these awards and all this stuff, what can't you do? Right. But you got to find what you really love. So I guess what is your, living with gorillas thing, you know, and, and, uh, I find Matt, I found mine in fitness and motivation and writing and coaching. Like that's, it's what I love and it's authentic. What I'm challenging everybody as maybe the big conclusion is what's yours. And right now it's a perfect time to dig in and figure that out. I can't, I can't one up that <laughs> one, baby. I can't one up with that no, one. It's like this. It's like this. Look, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> I got, look, I got this Yeti mic. It doesn't even work well to drop it. <laughs> so you win that one too. Oh man. Hey, but I do want to make sure, like, listen, listen guys, if you haven't, uh, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of like, obviously if you're not following Martin, you got to follow Martin on, on IG trainingforwarriors.com. But where can they get, uh, uh, I mean, I know they can get on Amazon. Is there anywhere yeah. else that they can get the well, book? You got to get the book. Yeah. Obviously right now, guys, Amazon, regardless of what country you're in is the best place. It was going to be in all the stores, but the stores aren't open. So Amazon is the best place to get it. Hey, if you have a staff or a team and you want some special discount pricing on way larger orders, 
You can go to uh, porchlightbooks.com or you can go to a book depository, depending on what country you're in, and they'll do uh, shipping, you know, free international shipping and stuff. So, but if you're getting a copy or two, Amazon is the best place and the fastest. I can't comment on the other, how fast the other ones will get there. But uh, yeah, guys, check me out at the Martin Rooney on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and I'm always trying to share really great content to help everybody out. But guys, coach to coach, like I said, the best, I think, endorsement I got was Luca, who is probably my friend that is the most well-read as I am. And man, when, when he said, you remember it, Luke, you wrote, you said, it's your masterpiece. And, and, uh, and guys, if, if you want to read something that you're going to go back to again and again, like an old friend, that's how I wrote it. Uh, you got to check this book out. And I promise, I promise it's going to, it's not going to give you like one nugget or two. You're going to keep going back to find even more hidden gold. And uh, it's my gift out there. And, I, and I'm just really excited for people to read it. And if you have a gym and if you're in a coaching position, get one for every single one of your coaches. Um, I got over 100 books. Uh, I don't have over 100 coaches. So many, so many but, people are doing it. Like, that's what's cool. And guys, it's not just fitness. I didn't even tell Lucas. So a guy from the Cleveland Indians just wrote me. People from, yeah, I told you earlier, University of Oregon. Like, teams are getting this. And, and I mean, elite places are getting this to their people. Businesses, it's not just sport or fitness. So, man, I don't know. I, I can't say enough about it. But, I, you know, it's weird. Like, you never want to say I guarantee. But, like, I guarantee, guys, you're going to like it. Like, I don't think... I haven't gotten any feedback yet. And, and there are 10,000 books out there now already. I haven't gotten any feedback yet. Like, ah, waste of my time or money, you know? So, and that's what I'm always shooting for. So check it out. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Let us know, get the book, let us know. I mean, we could, man, you already know we could riff for another seven hours if we wanted well, we're to gonna just do another one. So, Hey, anybody listening, if you liked this one, you got to write Luca and say, do another one. Like Luca, we need to hear another one. We need to hear well, another I was one. saying, Hey, I, I already made some commitments uh, with Mark. I got Jason Harris on Monday. We're going to do a later one. So when the kids go to sleep and we got a whiskey, so, <laughs> so we're doing, it's like drink partners doing a whiskey how, you know, drop it. Cause that, you know, the deeper wisdom comes out after you have uh, one. Well, hey, now I'm worried right now. Cause guys, Luca <laughs> is not a big drinking guy. Like that's one thing you got to know about Luca. Like, so wait a minute. He's talking about like whiskeys right now. I might have to go, you know, and Hey, so people know this too. It is also about reaching out to people like Luca and I get together a bunch of times a year and we have every year for over a decade. And now with all this stuff happening, this is like the times of the year where we would, I'd be in Seattle and we'd be doing yeah. our, our trip to the bookstores and Pike's Place Market. And yeah, like guys, this is a challenging time for everybody. Like things have been removed from people, but if it's forced you to appreciate cool things, let them know about it. You know, like, so I'm letting Luca know that. Like I miss him and like, I, I enjoy so much when we get together that we were at least able to do this now that I hope also guys, you should be reaching out to somebody and letting them know that because They'll, they'll feel great and you'll feel great when you do it too. Just like how great it was for us to hang out and do our thing for an hour and something. And it felt like one minute when we just did that. Man, I could not love and appreciate you more, my friend. <laughs> uh, for everybody tuning in. Hey, I love the feedback. You guys, you know, if you love this, we'll definitely do, we'll definitely do more. We probably could do a thousand more. And we'll never run out of stuff. So, but thank you for tuning in and you could be anywhere else, but you're here. 
listening to that. As always, hey, go to um, Vigor Life Podcast. Give it a review. Always love and appreciate that. More people listen to it. People got to hear this. People got to hear. People got to hear this one for sure. So, with that said, Coach Martin Rooney, Coach Luca, he's out. <laughs>